What You Need to Know is brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Loud up. What do you have? All right. So you guys know that I am in school, college student, 33 years old, and I felt mm-hmm. really old going back. Hey. You know? Hey, no, now wait, you know how I hold, feel. No, hold up. Okay, yeah, that's exactly <laughs> how I felt. Because a lot of my classmates are, you know, 18, 19, 20 years old. Some of them can't even go out and get a damn drink. So I'm like, damn. But then someone started tweeting about their college experience and made me feel really good about myself. <laughs> so shout out to J.R. Smith, who literally has been tweeting about his own college experience. As you guys know, he went back to school. He's in North Carolina, A&T State University. And there was, a, there was one particular tweet that just made me crack up. And it talked about how he said, I just joined this thing called Group Me. Well, it's supposed to say Group Me, but he messed it up. And he's like, people don't believe it's me. So if you don't know, GroupMe is like this app that you connect. I mean, I'm guessing you can use it for other things, but people use it to connect with other students, especially right now in the virtual scene. Mm -hmm. And people could not believe that that was J.R. Smith and their GroupMe. And I'm like, how funny is this? Then there was another one um, that said, uh, everyone around the city keeps asking me who I have doing my work for me. He goes, me. I'm, well, I'm not going to curse because he said something. I'm really trying to learn something. So I just love that he's kind of tweeting just about everything that's going on. And it just, for me, I'm like, oh, my God, he is my little spirit animal right now. Because I hate <laughs> school right now. I wanted to, like, drop out this semester because I'm so stressed with my classes. And just seeing that he can do it, you know, him going back, being this big I don't want to say person, but I'm just saying as a public figure. And he's yeah, he's a public it, figure, you know big I mean? personality, yeah. right? Going yeah. in there and, 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 and having like, to start over again. That's if he can cool. do it. Yeah. I could do it. I'm good. Right. That's so right. yeah, that's there you go. Jr. Smith gave you a little inspiration. He I love did. It. He did. I'm like, you know what? You you gonna tweet about it? I might Instagram live it. It's okay. Well, Laura, well wait, do you, do you play golf? No, that's a him thing. Okay, because you know, because this to me is one of the most fascinating parts of this entire story. Is that this is a guy who went directly from high school into the NBA mm-hmm. way back when you could do that. But he still has eligibility to play a college sport. Now, right. I, I don't think that he could go back and go, well, I never played college ball, so I'm going to come out <laughs> no. for the, the basketball team. I don't think that would fly because he had a, a long NBA playing career. But he can go back and play collegiate golf. Yeah, but I has... wouldn't do that. I, I wouldn't want him to do that. Wouldn't want him to do what? I wouldn't want him to take up a scholarship on that team. On the basketball team. No, on the golf team either. He can afford to play on the team. Well, that's what he's doing, right? I mean, he's playing on the golf team. No, but I'm saying like, right, but why take a – I don't want him taking a spot from a young person who would would benefit with that. Okay, I hadn't thought about it that way. I thought about it like this. Wow, you know, you've already had a professional sports career. You love the game of golf. You're probably looking for something to get you motivated to go back to classes and go to school. So you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go to school. I'm going to play golf. I'm going to work no, on my that part is awesome. I'm work on my yeah, but the golf part, yeah. I, 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 like I don't love the golf part unless, look, if he takes a spot, I mean, Linz, what do you think? He takes a spot to that. Can I call you Linz? I felt like I did that very Yeah, you uh, can call me Linz. It's all right. Okay. <laughs> That's fine. Um, yeah, I, 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 I got, in Spanish, we say, cogí mucha confianza. You yeah. know, like I got. Uh, That's what my mom <laughs> always says. Yeah, I, I, you know, I got very confident there. I just called you Linz. Like we've been friends for tw- two decades. Um, so, Linz, the. Um, yeah, like, how do you feel about that? Like, if he took, I mean, JR's your guy. You're, you know, Cavs, Cleveland, championship, all that. You feel good about him taking a spot from a college kid if he wanted to play golf in the NCAA? 
I don't know. I mean, if he's, I guess if he's taking up a spot because he's earned it, then I guess it's all right. I mean, I, I don't think he did, he needs a scholarship. We know he doesn't. Um, so I wouldn't want him to take a scholarship, but just a spot alone on the golf team. I think that's okay if he's earned I'm gonna it, take right? A guess. I'm going to take a yeah. guess here that the college golf coach at North Carolina A&T State, which is probably not a, a golf powerhouse. I mean, it's probably not like USC or Arizona State. Yeah. I'm going to guess that those guys are like, this is awesome. We've got a former. No, NBA I'm sure player. they would love the notoriety. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, this, yeah. this brings hey, us a lot of publicity. Yeah, it's cool. Real quick, what you, that's what you need to know, brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. So, real quick, I forgot that I have a fantasy draft right now. No, okay? way. fantasy football draft? Oh, come on. Yes. Right now, okay? So I have draft? a minute and 15 seconds left on the clock, okay? Yeah. Here's what's available to me in this keeper draft. First Najee round? Harris, George Kittle. First round. Najee Harris, George Kittle, Josh Allen, Joe Mixon, Darren Waller, Antonio Gibson, Tyree Kill. Uh, Kittle. But every receiver, basically. No, Who no, should I take Kittle. here? Should I take Josh Allen? Because I don't have a quarterback. I ha- no. My keeper was Saquon Barkley. Should I take Najee? Just take another running back? I don't know yeah, about that. I, I would don't take know, him. Man. I'd probably take him. I personally, I would not take a quarterback yet. Too early. Oh, you see, is that is that the strategy on this? Too early for a quarterback? Yeah, I mean, there's not a lot left. You know what I'm saying? Because it's a keeper league. Yeah, I would take Josh Allen right now and secure a really top level quarterback. Right, because like he runs, too. He doesn't just throw it. He runs it, too. I like what you're saying, Lindsay, about George Kittle, but I'm worried about Jimmy Garoppolo getting him the ball. or Trey But Lynch. here's the thing. There's not a lot of running backs. So to Lindsay's point, there's a big drop-off from running back if I don't take Najee Harris here. Um, I'm taking because, Harris. That's what I would do. That's the move. Yeah, I'm going to take – but that's the thing, Cap, is there's not a lot of great running backs that are going to be the bell cows. So I'm going to take Harris and take Lindsay's um, – I'm going to take Lindsay's advice on this one. I took Harris – I'm going to get it back in a few minutes, and we'll do this. How about we just do this during the show? I will just literally interrupt you guys, and just you tell me who to pick. By the way, I'm not offended at all, George. Uh, Don't take any advice from me when it comes to fantasy football. Because you're bad at it? Well, no, because I never really play it. But even this year, when we were at at Hollywood Park Casino, I decided I was going to jump into a league with a bunch of 710 listeners. And it's hard to get late. Wait, say again, Laura? You were pushed into doing it. I was pushed into okay. it because because yeah. everybody else was like, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. And they're like, Cap, you're the new guy here. You've only been here a year. You go sit down <laughs> with these people. And Give I'm it like, to Mikey. He'll eat right, it. Right. I'm like, I'm happy to sit down and hang out with these folks. It'd be my absolute pleasure. But but yeah. what happened was, George, they were, we were having technical problems, and it got to mm-hmm. the point where it was getting late into the night. And then there were a couple of guys from our promo team. They were on the, the in the Fantasy League, but they weren't paying attention. So they they're, they were going two minutes in the round, but they weren't paying attention. And then it was auto-drafting for them. I was like, all right, I'm done. I'm out. I auto-drafted. So I'm not offended if you choose Lindsay's advice over mine. Okay. I'm an auto-draft guy. All right, fair enough. Um, okay, so I'll ask you when the next when the pick rolls back around. But let's uh, so let, let's get into – let's finish up the conversation with, uh, with, uh, with J.R. Smith. Because I, I do think, look, I'm a big believer. Like Pat Riley said this to me a long, long time ago when I was a kid and I had no idea what the hell he was talking about because I was just terrified that Pat Riley was talking to me and he would think I'm an idiot. Um, which, look, I'm clearly an idiot and he probably thinks I'm an idiot, but nonetheless, we're friendly. Um, he always said every 10 years you should consider changing something big about what you do in your life. Um, and, and I feel like generally I've tried to follow that mantra. So I do like the J.R. Smith story from that regard, that he's, you know, the school stuff, as Laura was saying, like, I think that's awesome. I think anyone that goes back to school is great. 
Um, like I've even thought about doing online classes and going back to school. You know, whether you know, I don't know where at Disney here where we work, they, there's different uh, schools that are, are particularly part of like the. Uh, uh, I, I guess they, they're partnered uh, mm-hmm. with Disney for these kind of things where Disney will even pay for it. So, like, I've thought about, like, should I get a master's or something? You know what I'm saying? Like, should I get a degree in this or a degree in that or try something new? Like, I, I've definitely liked that kind of stuff. But um, from the athletic standpoint, I don't know. I, just, I, I get what you're saying, Kaplan, that, you know, if you're North Carolina A&T State or whatever, you, you're like, yeah, let's go, J.R. Smith. I, I, but, um, I just feel bad for a kid that could earn that. Well, imagine this. Imagine if LeBron James, Mm -hmm. who did not play college basketball. But wait, wait. You cannot compare LeBron and JR. No, no, but but let me make the comparison. Just for the the sake of the argument. Here it goes. If LeBron James, who did not play college basketball, was able to still have eligibility in college basketball. Now, LeBron decides, you know what? My NBA career was great. I'm going to go back to school. I'm going to go to Duke. But while I'm at Duke, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to play basketball. Even though I'm 40, 41, 42, I'm going to play for the hell of it. It's fun. Now you got LeBron taking the place, theoretically, of an up-and-coming basketball player. I don't know that J.R. Smith is necessarily taking the place of a future PGA Tour star. I mean, if he were at Arizona State or USC or someplace that's considered kind of a, a PGA breeding ground of sorts, that might be one thing. But... I don't know the history of the program at North Carolina A&T University and uh, their program. I. Yeah, 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 nor do I. But I actually just applaud a guy for going back to school this late in life because, let's face it, Laura, yeah. you're still going to school. He's this a little older than I This guy made a lot of money. He made a fortune in the NBA, you know? I'm like, he's a little older than I am, Cap, so watch it. Well, maybe he is. But would you, let me ask you a question. Okay. If, you, if I told you uh-huh. that you made... $50 million in the first half of your life mm-hmm. before you're 40 years old. I wouldn't be here. Would you go you. back to school? Would you go back to school <laughs> is like my I question. Be. Yeah, I would. I actually, I would. I, I really actually think. Yeah, yeah I, I think, to, Laura, wouldn't that incentivize you more? Yeah, because you have, look, for me personally, I got to grind two jobs and go to school, right? So I rather, if I have all that money, it's like, okay, I can invest it. I can do all these things. But I like to learn. I'm a nerd. Like, I like learning about different things. So for me, it's like I have the money portion set. Like, let me just go and learn about different things about just random stuff or travel, yeah. you know? I got to admit, I don't really know anybody like that other than this J.R. Smith story of, of somebody who's made a ton of money and then, you know, doesn't have to work anymore. And they go, you know what I decided to do? Went back to college, you know? Just decided from out of nowhere. Well, but George, don't, you, don't you think some of these people get bored? Yeah. Exactly. exactly. I don't know. Do you guys have a lot of examples in your networks of people who are 40 plus years old or 35 plus years old have made a lot of money in their lives and decided no. from out of nowhere to go back to school? Because I don't. No, I don't have. A I lot mean, of I know money. a lot of athletes that have done it that have co- that I've covered like Vince Carter. OK, there's one. He did it while he was playing. He did North- summers at North Carolina. Yeah, but it was also like, hey, I'm going to go back to North Carolina and work out in the basketball, you know, facilities. And by the way, right, while but I'm he's there, going to school and he got his degree. Well, good for him. That's awesome. I I like what J.R. Smith is doing. Shaq I like did the fact, it. As a I like the fact, fact that he's now playing that I golf. I I think yeah. it's cool that that you have eligibility in another sport and you're playing another sport. I think it's cool. If he were playing football, I'd be like, okay, maybe that's a little bit weird, you know. Yeah. But golf, it's just a recreational thing that he's into. I like it. Yeah. 
By the way, the Cardinals have tied this thing up. Uh, Dodgers are back up at the top of the second. They got a runner on first. Cody Bellinger, who's been just miserable this season. It's not been a good season for him. Mm-mm. Coming off the injury, he's batting 165. It's just but been a mess. But they need him, he's... George. They need him They do so need him. They need him to come now. through eventually. With, yeah. with, with Pollock, you know, and his hamstring injury just the other night and him going on the IL, this is a great opportunity for Bellinger to try – to get it back together right now. I'm sorry. I'm not laughing at you. I'm laughing at something Laura said that I'm sure she doesn't want to say on the air. Which is, but it was so funny. Say it, Laura. <laughs> okay. I said he needs to stop smoking pot and ish. Because he now, he says that high. he doesn't smoke pot like that. Like, he was on Kimmel, and Kimmel asked him that, and he says he doesn't. I know, but he just looks. I mean, come on. Look, I love He Bellinger. does look like he's. Uh, I yeah, yeah, yeah. Lo- so don't come at me because I love Bellinger. I love the Dodgers, and y'all know that. But yeah. the way he's playing and sometimes the way he looks, I'm just like, bro, put it down. Get well, to listen, work. some guys say they, and women, say they perform better uh, in those scenarios. Now, real quick, I, I'm up again. I got about a minute here to pick. All right, who do you got? So I'm going to go. How about I go third? I have two running backs already. How about third running back? Just like th- there's tons of wide receivers. There's going to be tons of quarterbacks. Linz, what do you think? Mike Davis is available. James Robinson, DeAndre Swift, Chris Carson. I go with any of those four guys. I now have my flex position, two running backs and a flex. I feel like I'd be flexing at the running back position. What do you think? Linz? Wait, what, what was the first one? James Robinson, DeAndre Swift, Mike Davis, who's going to be the bell cow in Atlanta, and Chris Carson of Seattle. I'd, I'd go Mike Davis. Yeah, me too. Cap, what do you think? Mike Davis in Atlanta, bell cow? I, I kind of like Chris Carson in Seattle. But he gets hurt. Well, but they use a lot of running backs, and he, there are times during – did you say that this is something you can't trade out of? This is – what did you call it? No, no, I can't league? trade out of it. And I have 15 seconds, so you need keeper. to make a quicker decision. Keeper, than cap, keeper. Davis, Davis, Davis. Yeah, I don't really care. Cap I'm play. terrible at this. <laughs> you really are. I am Laura, horrible. pick one. Whatever Lindsay said. All right, let's do it. Mike Davis it is. Boom. All right. I'm doing a live draft on the air because I forgot that I have a draft, a fantasy draft. So we're going to do it together while we're on the air. In the middle of things, I'm just going to stop and we're going to ask questions. Uh, All right, coming up next, how mad are the USC fans? I'm going to tell you probably a little madder than you think. We'll get into that coming up on the other side. Stick around. We're back in less than three minutes. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Thank you, Christopher. Um, I mean, it, it, Lindsay, it, it, it may be out of your age range, though. I think there, there, that's part of the um, equation. Yeah, that's... So wait, is he saying that, that there's something bad to be said about he, me because I've he, never heard he that says that there. You, sh- you deserve like a demerit, basically, for not oh. knowing the song. It's a great oh, song. For not and it knowing is a Tony, 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 excuse me. But but it feels good by Tony, Tony, great. Tony is a classic. It is, girl. I, I mean, it. Laura's, yeah, Laura goes. Right now. Yeah. yeah, now you know. Uh, not not a classic it, in my realm. Don't worry Sorry, about it, Lindsay. Yes. You have Sorry. no idea, man. For for the last year, I've been saying, you know, I didn't know that movie. My bad, I didn't know. Or, see, And by the way, did you see the way I said my bad, not my B? Um Hey, look! But I say my B. We actually—I want you to say my B now. Oh, all right. Well, my I B. will brush up on my '80s hip hop classics. Um, just for boom! You guys. There you go. '90s, probably a little more '90s hip hop. Just so it you is know. more '90s. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it feels good. It's a great song. 
There you yeah. Go. I mean, you know, Heavy D and the boys back in the 90s around this time, you know? Now that Okay, I know love. that. Yes, that's, okay. that's a classic. Yeah. This song, not so much. Oh. It wasn't, it wasn't banging in Ohio back then? Definitely not. I mean, if, I mean, I have a very eclectic music taste. I feel like I know a lot of music. I've heard a lot of music. I enjoy all different kinds of music. And so for me to not hear a song, I just don't believe that it's really a classic. For me to say <laughs> I've never heard it before, that's all. That's going to be my opinion going forward from now on. Hey, you know what? I've never seen that movie, so I don't believe that it's that good. I'm with you. <laughs> that's what I'm doing, Lindsay. Yeah, that, I'm stealing that is that kind of you. a weird, uh, weird, weird way to handle it. Now, we could ask the audience if they feel like if it's a classic or not. Is Tony, Tony, Tony feels good? Scott Kaplan's go-to uh, in the cars uh, a classic. I believe it is. Kaplan, you clearly believe it is, right? Well, you, well the, you, the question you was, it. you know, you, you leave work and you need to turn something on that's going to make you feel a certain way. That's the and song that makes good. me feel good, right? I mean, just the, yeah. the lyrics themselves make you feel good. You can't not feel good when you're singing, it feels good. A hundred percent. I'm with you. I'm with you. So, by eight, the way, seven, you should, seven, everybody seven, should put in the us. You put in the us, George. Yeah. Uh, uh. There, there are no us, by the way, in that song. You just added those gratuitously. You have to feel that. You. you have to feel it, you know? Yeah. Um, what is your go-to driving song? 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776. Also, is Tony, 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 uh, It Feels Good, a classic? There you go. So hit us up with those uh, in a second. Real quick on USC. So UCLA, big win. Everyone's talking about it, right? It's the story of the weekend, I think, in college football in a lot of ways. Agree. We dedicated a whole segment or a whole block to it on Around the Horn, and it was, you know, a little bit of – you know, which is a bigger deal, UCLA's win, LSU's loss, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I stood up for UCLA's win on national television. I want everybody to know. Hell of a I guy. called it the full pla- the full plashki is what I called it. I went full <laughs> plashki on everyone on national television on Around the Horn. My buddy, our pal Bill Plashki from the LA Times. But so I defended the honor of Southern California and the Southland. So what I would tell you is this, is for as fun as that was for UCLA fans, and I'm going to start with you, Laura, okay, for a second. You're a UCLA fan, so you know what it's like to have to deal with USC fans when it comes to football. How annoyed do you think USC fans are about UCLA getting the big win this weekend and being the toast of, of college football this weekend for the first time, I don't know, since Cade McNown might have been a quarterback there? Uh, it, it feels like a really long time uh, for, you know, it, it probably was sooner um, but or more recent. But I would imagine UCL, USC fan annoyed because UCLA is getting some shine and because their team was only up 13-6 to against San Jose State in the fourth quarter. What do you think? I think Laura's taking calls. Well, I'm going to tell you what I think, because I'll I'll wait for Laura's opinion. But here's what I think, George. If you're a USC football fan and you have enjoyed the dominance, you are in Southern California college football, USC is the Lakers, and UCLA is is the Clippers. This is in football, okay? And I'm, I'm trying to make that comparison. So don't everybody get all bent out of shape and get all butthurt. That is the reality. USC football is the Lakers. UCLA football has been the Clippers. Okay. Not only is UCLA getting a lot of praise locally and a lot of coverage locally, but nationally, this win against LSU was so out of left field for many people 
that nationally UCLA has all of a sudden risen to national relevance. Cracked the top 25. There's a respect factor out there that UCLA has not enjoyed in a really long time. You mentioned Cade McNown. It could be somewhere between Cade McNown and today, but I think you're actually right on because that Cade McNown team had, what, George, what was it 18, 19, 20 straight wins, something like that, as I recall? So, yeah. So here's the thing. If you're a USC fan, you're looking at your team and you're going, okay, San Jose State, to their credit, had a decent season by their standards last year in a mid-major conference Mountain West. This is supposed to be a tune-up game. On paper, 30-7. to Sounds like a dominating win. If you saw the game, USC played like a team playing in the first week. Would UCLA have played as well against LSU had they not played the week before against Hawaii? I can't tell you that they would have. That's why teams have tune-up games. So we'll see what USC right. looks like when they play Stanford. No, and that's a great point. I'd even add that, and I'm not trying to take away from this because the my colleagues on Around the Horn today tried to make this comment that, well, and look, I'm not saying it's not a part of it, right? Like, you know, it's fair is fair, is LSU had to deal with Hurricane Ida and all that stuff and all the situation that comes with it. And look, you and I both grew up in Florida, so we know how troublesome and 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 dangerous that situation can be and having to leave your your home and all that can be a pain in the you know what uh for a number of reasons uh and obviously you're scared about your family right in some cases a lot of those kids are from that area what i would say though and this is the pushback i gave to them lsu's defense dating back to last season not that good okay they've given up more plays of 50 yards or more than any team in the country okay in the last year plus, okay, including several to UCLA. So despite the issues with the hurricane, that is still a thing. That still lingers there that they're not that good, and UCLA was able to exploit that. And, by the way, Tulane. Tulane also had to deal with Hurricane Ida and almost went up and beat Oklahoma. I am so, so glad I'm you not, brought that I, up. I'm so glad you brought that up because, listen, I said this last week while you were away. Could UCLA be catching LSU at the right time because of the hurricane? Yes, they might be. But when you, you know, if, you, if that's your, where you're going to hang your hat, that LSU lost this game because they had to deal with a whole bunch of real-life stuff earlier in the week, well, then explain to me how Tulane keeps it close against Oklahoma. Because Tulane is a, is a subpar, middle-of-the-range, kind of uh, mid-major sort of program, and Oklahoma's a team that was just essentially recruited by the SEC because they're a big-name brand. And somehow Tulane kept it close, respectable. So I'm not buying that that the hurricane messed with LSU stuff. Okay, yeah, I'm with you. I, I, I'm not buying that either. Um, now, Laura, I asked you the question. USC fans more annoyed by UCLA's win or their team a little bit on the struggle bus through three quarters against San Jose State? They are so hurting about UCLA getting this win. I mean, look, I know because – Cap is right, and I hate it that it, not you that you being right, but UCLA has been the Clippers, right? Like they're the the little brother that never really wins. So when they take that win, they're like, "Oh, wait, what? What's happening? You're there." So I think for me, they're hurting more that we're getting wins versus them struggling. They're like, "We we got it," because they're arrogant, and they're like, "Oh, we're struggling, but we're gonna be good." But then we don't like. I hate when the Clippers win, so it's it hurts more. By the way, I'm going to jump right in here and say I agree that USC fans are probably hating all of the UCLA love that the Bruins are getting locally and nationally. However, I'm a huge SC fan, have been for a long time, 
And as much as it, it bothers me that USC plays against a team that is inferior and should blow these guys out and should win the game 63-7 to and they don't, um, to me, that's what week one of college football is really supposed to be about. By the way, that is why Oklahoma, that's why they schedule Tulane. They figure it's an easy win. That's why Washington schedules Montana. Never in a million years does Washington think that Montana is going to pull an Appalachian State against Michigan and pull this, this classic upset. So um, SC fans, I suspect, George, are probably not very happy with all the love that UCLA is getting. But frankly, hey, USC fans, give it up. Who knew that UCLA was going to ever pull off an upset of this magnitude against LSU in front of a packed Rose Bowl? Who knew? Somebody in Vegas knew it was going to be a lot closer because I thought it was going to be a blowout. Uh, yeah, listen, I, I think that it's one of these deals where um, I, if I'm USC, I, I'm worried about a number of things. Now, look, I, I love their quarterback. I think Keaton Slovis is going to be great. Um, I, I mean, this kid, Drake London, their receiver is fantastic. Um, and I, let's let's get into USC like specifically more on the other side. But I, I can see why they're annoyed. Now fans are coming to the table. We'll get to their calls on the other side and want to you know tell us how they feel uh, about the UCLA win. Whether they're UCLA fans or USC fans, are they really annoyed? We'll get into all that. Plus, people talking smack about LeBron. We'll tell you who on the other side. We're back in three minutes. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. All right. All right. So, yeah. I thought there'd be more music trailing. <laughs> I know, guys. Um, I didn't know what song it is, and I'm looking for it. So <laughs> that's what we think. That's what we think. Now, are there, are, there issues, are, are, are there issues that I should know about? Like, are Mason and Ireland pissed? Like, do they feel like, now, wait a second. Even though Lindsay came up with this great idea for Radio Tinder, she did it on Mason and Ireland. Therefore, it is proprietary to Mason and Ireland. Are they upset, or what do we got going on here? Should I know about anything? Um, I don't think that I don't know if they're upset, but when Mason was like, "What? We're not doing radio Tinder anymore?" I said, "Well, it's kind of my thing." And also, you know, Greg Greg was like, "Yeah, it's a Lindsay thing because it is, you know, based off of a dating app, you know, with with a single girl talking about it." So I'm not sure that it really makes sense with a bunch of dudes just hanging out talking. I don't know. I just don't think it really, you know, it doesn't make sense. It's a Lindsay thing, you know. But, you know, if, if Laura can't find the music, that's okay. We'll just use any music for today and, and figure it out later. Day one. Okay, it's kind of like going like, to a I'm restaurant. Sorry, guys. You got it? It's okay. No, I don't. No. I don't. Oh, you don't you have can it. just play, play any Bri music. Briona is on vacay, so, yeah. <laughs> you can play any, yeah. any song. This probably should have been. 
This probably should have been sorted out earlier is my guess. But nonetheless, go ahead. Yeah. Just play Let's something. Do it. All right, guys. So Amazon founder Jeff Bezos has reportedly invested in Altos Labs, which is a startup that was founded earlier this year, and it's dedicated to reversing the aging process. The lab is said to be poaching top university scientists with salaries as high as a million dollars per year. Altos Labs promises that the scientists can conduct their own research on cells, the aging process of cells, and how to reverse the aging process overall. So I guess the goal for Altos Labs is to ultimately discover how biotechnology can be used to make people younger. So if you guys had the technology available to you, but only you, would you want to get younger instead of older? Swipe left or swipe right? Now, wait a second. Now, younger in this – now, am I am, – is it anti-aging or am I literally yeah. like Benjamin Button and getting younger? Well, you're like reversing the aging process. So in so time, I, I, you would yeah. get younger. Okay. So in time, I'd be Benjamin Button where I'd go from being an old person to a, a young – like a I baby. don't know. I, I don't think it would be that extreme, but let's say okay. like the next 20 years But I wouldn't age as quickly is what you're telling Co- me. Correct. So I'd be like 130, but I'd look like I was 70 still. Even, maybe even younger than yet, yes. Okay, I like that. Yeah, I'm in on that. I'm swiping right on that. Uh, I'll tell you this. Look, I, it, it's funny because I was actually doing some reading on this um, recently, right? About Now, I, 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 I've actually talked about this on the air where I take a, a, several different just supplements. And there's stuff you can buy at a vitamin shop or uh, wherever, right? And a couple of them, I took them um, – I took them when my wife and I were trying to conceive the, the first time because we were we both didn't know if it was her or me, whatever. So we were like, we got to do everything we got to do, uh, you know, to get our chemical balance right to figure this out, and it worked out. And then I just kept taking them since. So apparently, I am, uh, yeah, I've had another child since, so they they work. Uh, but one of the benefits of one of the supplements that I've taken. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce it, but I will spell it. It's P-Y-C-N-O-G-E-N-O-L, okay? And it's, um, they call it like pine bark or something like that, I guess, is like the common layman's term. Can you say, and, can you spell it one more time? I, I think I know what you're talking about. <laughs> I think I know what you're talking about. It, P-Y-C-N-O-G-E-N-O-L. I think okay, it's pycnogenol is probably about. the way to say it. Right, um, so I've been taking that for years. And one of the benefits, allegedly, is anti-aging. Another thing I do is I, um, I do intermittent fasting. Like, I do at least 16 hours. The other day, I, when I came off a, a work trip, I did 24-hour fast. And they say that that helps with, uh, you know, produce natural HGH, and it just kind of helps reproduce your cells. It's kind of like an anti-aging thing. So I like to do that stuff naturally, either via supplement or by diet or whatever. Um, so I, I am totally swiping right on that. So, Kaplan, um, what about you? Yeah, I, I'm. I'm going to say this. Um, I'm going to swipe left on it because I don't. I'm. I'm into the anti-aging. I'm into performance optimization. George, you're talking about certain things you take. I. I take testosterone. I'm glad to share that with everybody who's listening because it's the the impact of low testosterone is really really bad and people don't know about it. But the the upside of of the right testosterone level is really really important. Um, but the notion of, of reversing your age doesn't sound good to me. Aging gracefully, living longer, living healthier, that all sounds good. So I'll swipe left because I'm opposed to the going backward notion in this whole thing. By the way, it's a great investment for a guy like Bezos. He got more money than anybody else. Just, just sprinkle it around to everybody who asks. 
I'm pretty sure that at this rate, Jeff Bezos is just going to live forever. And he, he'll outlive all of us. He'll get to see the dinosaurs come back to Earth and everything all over again. Because you know what it the is fact for that a guy like that, a rich guy like that, he looks at other rich guys and who've died from cancer or whatever, and he's like, "Oh my God, I'm rich. I have more money than anybody. I have access to better medicine than everybody. I've got concierge medicine. Whenever I need a doctor, they show up at my house. But guess what? I can't beat Mother Nature. So that's what he's going to try and do." My right. question, though, for him is he, he, if he has that much money, wouldn't you want some hair? I would want some hair. That's just <laughs> oh, so your thought All is, right. is what, first get hair. Yeah. What's next? <laughs> All right. A new survey from payments.com claims that nearly 94% of people who have Apple Pay set up on their iPhone do not use the feature when they're in a store. So according oh. to payments figures, only 43.5% of consumers have devices that support Apple Pay and 70% of merchants take Apple Pay. However, only 6.1% of el eligible transactions use Apple Pay. Are you guys Apple Pay people? Swipe left or swipe right? Cap, you want to go first? Sure. I, I will swipe left because I'm not an Apple Pay person. And by the way, I take a lot of heat on this because my girlfriend will be like, give me your phone, give me your wallet, I'm putting all of your cards, debit cards and credit cards, whatever you've got in there, I'm putting them on Apple Pay. Because there are times where we go out for a walk and I've got my phone, but I don't have my wallet. And we decide to go someplace. I'm like, oh, I didn't bring my wallet. And she's like, well, I have my phone. I can pay for Apple Pay. You could be paying with Apple Pay if you would ever set it up. I don't know what it is. Certain little things, there's like a little fear. By the way, I do all my banking on my phone with apps. I, I pay people via Venmo. It's not a, a security issue. It's just a I've never set it up issue, so I'm not using it. So I'm swiping left. Oh, I'm swiping right on that because I use Apple Pay all the time. I've used it at the grocery store. I use it at you know all sorts of places. Like I set it up a long time ago, and then I got the Apple Card, which, by the way, the Apple Card is awesome. Um, because anytime my card has been compromised, it has a different number for the physical card than it does the uh, actual number that, you, that they use on Apple Pay or whatever, or when you're using the Apple phone version of it. It's fantastic. So you can get one compromise and still be able to use the other as long as you report it and you're good to go. Um, so I think the customer service is great. I just think all that stuff being synced has made my life a lot easier, so I'm swiping left. I just started using Apple Pay recently, like a couple months ago. Never used it before. But I use it now, and, and Cap is right in the sense where, man, it's great to be able to, like, go out for a jog or go do yoga or whatever and be like, oh, crap, I don't have my card or anything. But I have Apple Pay, and I can use it. And also, it's good for, you know, sending people money. So that's, that's yeah. my favorite thing to do with it. Laura, what about you? I love it. I was telling them that you can, like, drop money, and people can just add it. It's awesome. It's the no. best thing ever. Yeah, because last week we had a whole conversation about how much cash do you carry. Laura, you'd have been super proud of me this weekend. I went to the racetrack. Uh -huh. I had a $100 bill, Ooh. and I told my daughter, I go, take a look at this big old fat wad of cash I'm carrying with me. And she goes, damn, Dad, that's a lot of money. I'm like, yeah, once you peel back the 100 there's about $31 bills here. So it looks really good, <laughs> but there wasn't a lot. Dude, Clinton would be really proud of you, but you need to add $2 bills in there, just saying. That's true. That's right. All right, All right next one next here. So Sacramento Kings star De'Aaron Fox has hit the weight room hard this offseason in preparation for another NBA season. And like many 23-year-olds do, he turned to social media to post pics of his new physique. According to Fox's fiance, the league reached out to check in with Fox for a drug test shortly after Fox's post circulated and blew up on social media. Do you think that this is just a coincidence? Swipe left or swipe right? 
Mm. George, you jumping in here? You want me to jump in here? Go ahead. Yeah, you I'm go. gonna I'm gonna swipe left. I don't think this is um, the league coming after him saying, "Hey, um, so looking at Twitter and I happen to see or Instagram and I happen to see Darren Fox and did you notice that he's gotten really buffed this off season? So you know what we should do? We should start drug testing him because he must not be able to do that naturally. Look, if you're 23 years old and you're a world class athlete, and by the way, your season ended a long ass time ago, and you've decided what I got to do to my game is I got to add weight. It really shouldn't be that difficult for somebody young and in their physical prime to lift a bunch of weights, eat the right food, take the proper supplements, and, and gain a bunch of weight. That doesn't necessarily mean you're juicing, okay? So I, I disagree with this. Um, all right, what is the actual question that I'm swiping left and right to? Just Well, to it, is, it, is it just a coincidence that the league wanted to no. drug test them? No, no. If, if the answer is no, then I'm swiping left. I don't think it's... It's a coincidence. The league has done this before. Um, I, I believe, I want to say Alex Caruso uh, was somebody who was posting some photos a couple years ago and then shortly thereafter got drug tested. It happened to Danny Green uh, when he was with the Sixers last year. So I don't think it's a coincidence. The NBA can say it is, but I don't buy it for a second. All right, that is Radio Tinder. Uh, we will do it every day at 5.30 on this show now because it's Lindsay's thing. Okay, So now. just deal with it. Yeah, it's ours now because it's Lindsay's thing. Uh, so anyway... Uh, that is the deal. Thank you so much each and every day uh, to listening into the show, but obviously to this particular segment. Get it in at 5.30. And, Lindsay, thank you for putting it together, as always. All right, coming up next, I want to get into um, something John Gruden said. John Gruden has made some comments that I guess has sent some people in the NFL kind of in a bit of a, of a spiral, right? Uh, and, and the Rams also, on the flip side, uh, are being questioned on a number of different fronts as well. So I want to tackle some of that, pun intended, on the other side. We'll get to that. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! Splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Lindsay, have you ever seen Scarface? Um, I've seen Scarface, yes. And I've also seen oh. Cocaine Cowboys. And I enjoyed it very much. Wow. Good for you. Um, Laura, you've seen uh, both movies or one? Both movies. But Scarface so you saw was- Scarface. You saw the Cocaine Cowboys documentary. Yes, but I'm yeah. Scarface was like my thing growing up. And people love Scarface. Now I don't think it. Look, I for many years used to fight with Jamel Hill about this. She says the movie's not good. I say it's good. It's just you have to put it in the context of the era. However, mm-hmm. it doesn't hold up great. Like and what I, and I don't mean like that. It doesn't hold up. And of course, it doesn't have the sensibilities of 2021. But I, I just mean, like, holds up even just as a traditional movie. Like, some of it is so ridiculous um, that it, it's, it just kind of makes me laugh more than anything else now. Um, but still a great story. It's not even the original, actually. The original Scarface was a, a movie um, based in Chicago uh, many, 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 still many Still going to tell you, George, strong disagree 30s. on this one. Uh, we're not going to see it eye to eye. But I You think still it stands think, up? You think I it think holds? It, I think it was great back then. I think it's still great today. 
I think Al Pacino is amazing as Tony Montana. You always laugh and say it's the worst Cuban dialect you've ever heard in your life. It's the worst. Me, the of worst. Course, because I anglicize everything. I think it's the most. I think it's the most authentic Cuban-sounding accent there is. Because what? that's all I need to know, man. That's the only Cuban accent that I need to know, man. Kevin, you grew up in South Florida. How do you think that's a good Cuban accent? Because I thought it was great. I don't know, man. I loved it. I Make did. It stop. And I think. But now, listen, Cocaine <laughs> Cowboys. I don't know anything. I've not seen the doc that you're talking about, and I haven't started. To, you said it's on. Netflix. You've never seen the documentary, Cocaine Cowboys. It. Never saw it. Wow. So I need to. So what should I do? Should I watch the doc? Or no, you got to watch the documentary the first. Yep. Oh. You got to watch the documentary. I mean, now I got a much bigger time commitment. But you're not going to do it you. anyway. No, 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 no. <laughs> it's yeah, worth it. it. It's worth it. It's a, I would it's a great documentary. The series. I would watch a series because I'd love to be able to. Listen, here's one thing we should do now that Lindsay's joined the show. Every week, somebody should have to put a series on the table and everybody's got to follow and watch. No, no, no. I don't got time for that, Cap. I'm sorry. Oh, Unless well, you all want to do that. Then where am I going to get the time? You have a lot of time. I mean, you just got to no. catch up, bro. Yeah. yeah. Who's See, here? Who's caught up on Ted Lasso? Me. George? Oh, I am. I saw it. Yes, You're so all good. caught up. I yeah. saw yesterday's episode. Lindsay, you caught up on Ted Lasso? No, I haven't uh, watched Ted Lasso because I've been at uh, my mom's house and the TV that I watch, the Roku TV, it won't let me download Apple TV Plus on it. So okay. oh, I got to wait till I go home. All right. I'm, I'm no, but you've seen the series, though. Oh. You just are not caught up. I mean, I watched like the first two episodes of it, but that's it. Oh, wow. Oh. Oh, listen to the disappointment. Oh. <laughs> listen, listen. I watch very, very few um Me too. Same fi- girl. Fiction same. fiction series. I love documentaries and I have a running list of documentaries and I like check every like week or two to see like new documentaries that are coming out when they're coming out. That's my favorite thing in the world to watch. Has everybody like, oh, seen Malice at the Palace yet? Yes. yes. I have. Okay. Has everybody seen the Christy Martin Coal Miner's Daughter documentary? No. No. No, what's that? Okay. That's the one about the, the woman who's like the very first big superstar of female boxing. No. Okay. That's uh, a I know oh, no, Christy Martin is, but I, I haven't see seen that. the documentary. Yeah. yeah really I did good. see that. It was kind of fascinating. Boring. Amazing. All right. Um, well, I think this is why it's important. We should have like a group text. I'm watching this, this, and this. I'm watching. And then everybody can try and catch up to what everybody's watching. Hey, okay. I kind of like that idea. I do, I do like that idea. And I just want to throw out there. Have you guys heard of the net or the Hulu series Nine Perfect Strangers? No. With Nicole Kidman, isn't it? Maca- um, what's her name? McCartney. Uh, Can I watch it? On Melissa the McCartney. Hulu one? Melissa McCarthy. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think so. Okay. It's really, really good. That's that's my kind of show. Hmm. So you know what, Linz? I can't watch the new episodes of Ted Lasso on my Roku. It'll say we can't stream this. So I have to Oh, that's not true. I mean, do you have Roku built into your TV or do you have it no, like, have like, like, a, app, like a device? Like the device, oh. but then I also have it on my phone, right? So I have to go on my phone and then throw it to my TV. It is so annoying and I can't get it Yeah, fixed. you have to beam it. Yeah. See, cuz my Roku's built in my t- into my TV and I can just mm-hmm. watch it there. Now, I also have an Apple TV on one of my TVs, so that helps there too, but mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I th- I will say this: the Apple TV app on the Roku stinks. It, it sucks does. because okay. it, it freezes a lot. It does mm-hmm. all that stuff, mm-hmm. and I think Apple does that on purpose because they want you to watch on their product. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't blame them, I guess, for that. But it's a lot more convenient. It's already built into my TV uh-huh. in my bedroom. But I'm having a you know? similar issue. So I've got a TV with an Apple TV built into it. When I go to watch Ted Lasso on that, it wants me to pay a subscription. When I go to my other TV that has an external Apple TV, I can watch Ted Lasso on that one. What am I doing wrong? 
you in. need to you need to log in, bro. Log it's in, just that's that simple. It. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. It's How not that hard. That? Okay. Dude, um, you all you have to do is You need to know in. your Apple ID. That's yeah. it. Okay, that's, that's all you need to problem. know. That's another problem. That could be another Oh my god, Cap. <laughs> I really didn't think you could get any worse with technology oh. and you just beat oh. yourself. Oh my god. You did. You did wow. beat yourself there. <laughs> uh, all right, let's go to the phones. We have people. We've been talking about UCLA and USC today, particularly UCLA, and I asked USC fans. First of all, I asked UCLA fans, too, how they felt. But I want to know if UCLA fans are annoyed that UCLA had the big win this weekend. Let's go to Jose, who's been holding on patiently for a really long time. Jose, thank you. Jose, do you, do you know how to, how to stream your Apple TV onto other devices before I ask you about, uh, I do, yeah. before I ask you about I anything else? I have a few smart TVs at the house, and they're all synced up just the way you just uh, you Good, know, good. Yeah. Can, can you, can you like, Instagram or tweet Kaplan so you can teach him how to do it? Can yeah, we do that later? For sure. Yeah, also, yeah. what all is right, going yeah. on back there? For real? Yeah, a little list of instructions just for you guys. Appreciate it. All right, that. fair enough. Now, what do you got for us? Yeah, so I was calling in about the about the song, the, the um, end of day song to drive home to. Okay. Um, for me, it would be it would be All Good by Bone Thugs and Harmony. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, Have you guys heard that I one like before? That. All right, awesome, bro. Yeah, it's, um, it's a great song. I think I think it picks you up when you're when, when you're down. It just reminds you that everything everything's solid, and, and when you just want to jam out and, and you're having a good day, just you know, it's a great song to jam out to. I do. I like that. Are you a SC fan or or at all? Or no. Um. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a SC fan. I used to live right there, um, two blocks away from the Coliseum. Now, are you annoyed that UCLA got the big win this weekend? Has that annoyed you at all? Um, it does, to be honest, because, um, you know, they did get all the attention and I wouldn't expected a win, um, out of UCLA against LSU. So it's like when it's a, it's a big conference game like that and they get to win, it, it does get kind of annoying because now they have the spotlight. So it's like, I feel like we got to do something to step out to the plate and then, you know, show why we run LA as a college team. All right. All right, Jose. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate it. Make sure you uh, send Kaplan a message on social media to teach him how to do this. I appreciate that stuff. very much. That'd yeah, be very helpful, as a matter of fact. Now, what? by the way, if you're USC, I have a question for you. You beat San Jose State, then you got Stanford, then you got Washington State, then Oregon State, then Colorado. I mean, the schedule, what I'm getting at is this. For USC to take the limelight back, they don't play Notre Dame until October 23rd. I mean, this schedule right. is very um, unsexy, is the way I'll put it. You're saying unsexy in what sense? In that- Actually, you know what? Hold it off. Hold off. Hold off. Tell us on the other side why it's unsexy. I do want to. I know there's more people that want to chime in on this. Eight seven 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 ten ESPN. Eight seven 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 ten three seven seven six. Those of you on hold, I promise we're going to take calls. I screwed you up uh, the last couple of segments because I'm going to be honest. It's my first day back in 17 days, and I forgot that uh, we have a separate <laughs> website to where the calls are. So it's totally on me. I will get to your calls after Kaplan tells us why it's unsexy, and we do what you need to know. Sedano and Cap, 710 ESPN, back in three minutes.